eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ime Udoka interviewed um, on, when, let's see, on Wednesday, I believe it was. Interview with the Rockets on Wednesday. This was one of the, this is one of the names, if not the name that we talked about that's the most the biggest lightning rod i would say because there's so much potential there with him as a coach but also such a big question mark and such an unknown from how he departed his last place and all of that is it i guess it's an encouraging sign that he's at least interviewing for the job uh or that that there is some interest there um because like if it was it feels like if it was bad enough to where like he didn't like it was bad enough that there it wouldn't warrant interest like teams wouldn't even be wanting to talk to this guy it just feels like such a mystery and i don't really know what to make of it we mentioned that in the last episode but ma udoka ma udoka interviewing or i should say now that he has interviewed he does feel like outside of say frank vogel who's won a championship and i would say even with him included he feels like the strongest candidate so far that's interviewed well if he if you take the baggage away he's number one on the list. And I don't think there's any question that he's number one on the list because of what he did last year in Boston. And to take that Boston team and they got off to just a, a dreadful start and it looked like they were in serious trouble and they're talking about maybe having to split up the Jalen and Jason Tate, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And then they get that thing together and play as well as they did the entirety of the second half of the season through the postseason into the finals. He's clearly number one on the list. However, it's a big however, and that is there's a reason why he's available, and that is that the Celtics, you know, whatever he did, and we don't know what he did, but in America, the land of second chances, the Celtics said, no, we're not even messing with the second. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And chance. They know more about what Ime Yudoka did than I do, 
and that they didn't think he was worthy of getting a second chance. So we talked about this last week. If he were to get the job, and I still think the chances of it are pretty remote at this stage, but if he were to get the job, he's going, you know, the press conference is going to be, well, why did you get fired? You know, why are you even in this position in the first place? And he, they can't dance around it. They've got to be forthcoming. They've got to explain, hey, this is what happened in Boston. And this is what's not going to happen again. And then the other question that you asked to the Rockets is, this is, like I just said, the the Celtics did not feel he was worth getting a second chance. The Celtics had an opportunity to just suspend him, bring him back. They said no. Does that concern you at all that the Celtics, who know more about the situation than anyone, they had an opportunity to give him a second chance and they just washed their hands of it? Yeah, well, I want to go back to what you said a moment ago that the chance you said the chances are remote. Why do you think that is? If since they, I mean, they interviewed him and he's available, um, and you figure if they if they get the answers, let's say they get the answers to these questions privately before they address us in the public, right? Let's say they get the answers that they like or answers that they find to be acceptable. It feels like almost like a depreciated asset, a guy who shouldn't even be available in the first place. If he gives you answers that you like, it seems like it would almost be a no brainer. The only way I'd see it otherwise is if there was somebody else that they liked a little bit more. Maybe if they disagreed with you a little bit and saw Frank Vogel as the best candidate or one of these other guys for whatever reason. But but to me, it, it seems like if the if the answers to the next questions are acceptable to them, then they would they would do that. You don't think so? I just, from what I heard at the start of the process, it kind of seemed like he was one of the unlikely guys. You know, we listed all the guys that that they were going to talk about. You know, he was one, Kenny Atkinson, who they've requested to interview, and he has yet to interview. He was another guy on that list. And it felt like those two were kind of remote when when this whole process started. So um, the fact that they did interview Udoka, I do think that that matters. And maybe that changes the equation a little bit. And I guess it made them feel at least comfortable enough with what they, at least what they have found, you know, might've gone down in Boston. Maybe they are comfortable with that, but I just feels like to me, the chances seem slim. I could wind up being completely wrong. And in a couple of weeks, we could be talking about Rockets head coach, Ime Udoka, but that's just the feeling that I have about it right now. And I just, do you want to deal with the sideshow that's going to come with it? That's, I think that for me is the number one question where, you know, that whole introductory press conference is supposed to be kind of a celebration of the guy that you're bringing in as your head coach. And instead, I feel like it's going to wind up turning into a defense of the decision that you made. And it, uh, instead of talking about basketball, we're talking about stuff that happened in Boston. I'm going to come back to another Udoka related question in a second. But since you mentioned Kenny Atkinson, tell me, do, do you think it's weird at all that, or does it show almost a lack of interest? Like, the the reasoning that I read for Kenny Atkinson not scheduling an interviews because they're still in the playoffs because of the playoff schedule with the Warriors, which there could be something to that. But I'm sitting up here watching the, oh, yeah. Sixers, the Sixers play right now with Sam Cassell on the bench with them. So, like, is am I reading too much? Obviously, I do not know. But is there anything to read into into that that this job has been out there for well over a week now, and Kenny Atkinson was an early name that was of interest to the Rockets and they still haven't scheduled an interview. Oh, I mean, they were quite, he was one of the first guys they requested an interview with. So yeah, right. I, I do think, I do find it interesting that he has not given an or that he has not scheduled or he might've scheduled one and we just don't know it, but you know, that was one of the things that we talked about at the beginning of this process. It felt like he was kind of a, a remote possibility because he wanted to stay in golden state. He wanted to stay with the warriors 
Um, you know, he had an opportunity to, to get a head coach. Job. He, he was hired by the Hornets last year, and then he backed out after the finals. And you know, a lot of it is that his family seems to be really happy in the Bay Area. And you never know what's going to happen with, with Steve Kerr. And it feels like Steve Kerr might not be long for that job. He might just be tired of it. You know, and, and you know, if Steve Kerr were to step away from that job, then it's a very simple, you know, he just slides, you know, Atkinson just slides over the one seat he takes over there. So, you know, that that's why to me, it kind of felt like he was not, you know, somebody that uh, I, if, if he were to, if he were to be interested in the Rockets, I think that the Rockets would love to hire him, but I just don't know how interested he was in how interested he would be in leaving Golden State. It kind of felt like he might go to Atlanta until they fired or until they hired Quinn Snyder. It kind of felt like for him is either the Warriors just stay there or go to Atlanta.